possibility. At Babby's house, Babby's house, everybody else family. Welcome to Babby's house. Hey, everybody, welcome to Babby's house. I'm so happy that you're with me today. You know, it always brings me such great joy to know that you're watching and that you have come to Babby's house for a great word of encouragement because you know what? That's what you always get when you uh, when you watch Babby's house because that's what I'm about. I'm about two things. I'm about lifting up Jesus and lifting up people. And if we can get that done, then we have completed our mission. I am so blessed today to have as a very special guest, Bruce Marciano. And when you uh, see this gentleman on the TV a screen, you'll recognize him because he's played numerous roles as Jesus in a lot of Jesus films. And we'll talk about his roles and his experience there. But he is starring in a brand new movie called The Author, The Star, and The Keeper. And he plays the role as the author. And he's also known for playing numerous roles in Jesus films. He is uh, has great experience. Uh, experience behind the camera and in front of the camera, but he has also experienced a lot of challenges because of the roles that he plays and it's impacted his career to a great extent, but it's also opened up a lot of doors of opportunity and a great opportunity to, to touch a lot of people. Let me welcome to Babby's house, Bruce Marciano. Bruce, my friend, how are you today? Good to see you. It's good to see you, Babby. It's just a blessing to be with you. Thank you for having me with you. Oh, thank you for joining me. Listen, Bruce, I want to get right on top of this conversation because, first of all, let me just say uh, thank you. Thank you for bringing such beautiful films to the screen. Uh, you have played Jesus, the role of Jesus, in a lot of films. And let me just say it translates so beautifully. You're amazing on film and, uh, and amazing in these roles. So thank you for the contribution that you're making to people like me and people who love your work all over the world. That's an absolute pleasure, Babby. And it's a great honor to represent Jesus on film. Uh, it's just the biggest wow uh, an actor or anyone could even begin to imagine. Yeah, what, a, what an amazing opportunity. Well, you, you're, um, you're starring in a brand new film that is produced by Pure Flix, and it's a streaming film called The Author, The Star, and The Keeper. Tell us, tell us about this, this role and about this movie. Uh, it's a, the basis of the film is a, a, a father and son reconnecting. Uh, a son uh, finding out what's truly important in life. He's a very driven guy uh, in career-wise and not necessarily treating people well. And then his father begins to slip into dementia. And uh, to make a long story short, uh, the son begins to realize what's truly important in life. And, uh, and on that, uh, the gap between father and son is bridged. Uh, also, the gap between him and his heavenly father. He begins to understand the fullness of life in the Lord and how much he needs the Lord and uh, just lands right down to earth, so to speak. 
And, uh, and if I may, we all live happily ever after. <laughs> Listen, this is the kind of story we need right now, right? We need stories of hope and stories that put family and relationships in a beautiful light and that really make God look good. So what was it about this, um, about this role and about this film that, that drew you to this role? Well, obviously any opportunity to uh, uh, portray the Lord, that's uh, who the author is, the author of life, the author of their story. Um, and, and my character comes in in a kind of a supernatural element. If I don't want to ruin uh, uh, the movie for people. Um, so any opportunity to pray the, play the Lord is really going to draw me in. But also, uh, I can tell you that personally, I have a tremendous sensitivity toward the plight of uh, older folks and people aging. You know, I, uh, I watched my own uh, parents. I cared for them through uh, that process and uh, very heartbreaking, very trying. Um, one of the reasons the film really resonates with viewers is because uh, many people have experienced this, just watching their parents grow older and uh, the aloneness of older people and things like that. So there was a central issue on the film that really spoke strongly to me. This subject is very, very relevant and particularly during the days of, of COVID and us working our way out of this uh, the window of this pandemic. But so many people have felt, you know, isolation and, and feelings of aloneness. So a film like this is so important. I've, I've read the reviews, congratulations. I mean, the reviews say that this is a must see film. So, uh, and I'm glad to know that, that a film like this is, is personal to you. Talk to me about that, um, you know, that desire to encourage people, you know, I know that this is your, this is your job, but talk to me about the fact that this is really a part of your, your life's calling. Yeah. You know, uh, I started out, if I can give you a little history, you know, I grew up as a, a kid. I wanted to be an actor. I started my career in 1984. I didn't know the Lord. I was very career driven. 1989, I was born again. I stepped into uh, a, a living relationship with Jesus. And uh, it was a few years after that, that I was offered the opportunity to portray Jesus for the first time. That year was 1993. And to make a long story short, Babby, uh, that just rewrote my life it just that experience rewrote my heart wow. rewrote my priorities and uh for the first time in my life i understood purposeful living wow that's <laughs> uh, amazing yeah, as an actor doing something meaningful doing something yes. that that well, touches this is very lives. very meaningful uh work bruce and thank you so very much for portraying these kinds of roles i want us to take a look at a clip from the movie called The Author, The Star, and The Keeper. And uh, this is just going to be a teaser, which lets us know we got to check this out. All right, so let's take a look at this wonderful role that Bruce Marciano plays and a little bit about the film. Keeper, do you know who I am? You are the author? I am. 
me short. I don't know you, Keeper. It, it's your son. That's not my son. He says he has GPS. Is it legal to drive with that condition? You don't think he's hurt, do you? Watch out for the pirate. Pi oh. Wow, it looks so good. I cannot wait to check it out. Congratulations on this film. You know, you know, Bruce, I want to ask you about, you've played uh, the role of Jesus in several films. Has there been a, a highlight, maybe something that you learned about the Lord, uh, some uh, revelation or some experience that you had as a result of playing the role of Jesus numerous times? You know, Babby, I could take hours to answer that question. Um, you know, for me, portraying him has been a journey into the depth of his heart and just understanding the depths of his compassion. Uh, if I, I'll just pull one thing out, Babby, just the depth of his heartbreak over the lostness of his children. It's just, just tears and tears of heartbreak over any one of us who would choose to live that much of his or her life outside of his plan, outside of his purpose, outside of his nurturing and provision and sheltering, the, uh, the heartbreak. Um, the only way I can describe it, you know, uh, like a dad or a mom, and you're just watching their child go south and and you take that heartbreak and you multiply it a billion times and you're beginning to tap into the heart of Jesus. Wow. Uh, that's just one of many revelations I experienced. And as I started to say earlier, just life-changing and it just soured me for ordinary work forever. Wow, this, this must be an amazing experience for you. Um, ha have you been able to draw on any of your own life experiences as you put yourself into these roles? You know, maybe some challenge from your past or uh, some experience that you had growing up. Is there some place in your heart? Because I know as an actor, you've got to pull on all your emotions and you've got to, you know, reach in the depths of your soul to emote and to, um, to express yourself through this role on screen. So has there been some personal experience that helps you to do this? Yeah, that's a great question, Babby. Uh, yes, um, probably chief among them. I grew up in a very difficult home. Uh, my mother, I love her, uh, but I grew up in a very violent home for whatever reason. She was very violent and mm. uh, to me and my brother. And, and to make a long story short, you know, to live in that environment. Um, it, it just, the Lord used that to build in me a sensitivity toward people in pain, toward people suffering, toward people uh, going through these things. And, and in my portrayals of Jesus, I actually saw the Lord give me that 
it's amazing that scripture, how he takes the things the devil means for harm and he turns them around for our good. He redeemed that experience uh, into uh, the way I portray Jesus on screen with tremendous mm. sensitivity for people's pain. Yes. So what do you hope that people will get from this, uh, this new film that you're in called The Author, The Star, and The Keeper? What do you hope people will take away from the film? Uh, you know, in terms of, of uh, or aging parents and things like that, just a sense of hope, a sense of, of the Lord is with them through this, a sense of a greater sensitivity toward their aging parents. It can be very, very challenging and just understanding and dealing with them with understanding um, and, and, and just a greater sense of hope and rest that the Lord is with them. He'll carry them through it. And their job is just to love dad, to love mom to the end. And just to, even, even if they're non-responsive, I got an email earlier from a friend, his father is non-responsive. I told him, just keep loving him. Just hold his hand. Just keep speaking into his heart. Somewhere deep inside, the grace and mercy of God are bigger than what we see. And it's registering. Uh, so just great encouragement in those ways. You know, I, I read, Bruce, that you have experienced some challenges, you know, concerning your career as a, as a result of playing Jesus in uh, these numerous films. Can, are you able to share, you know, a little bit about the challenges that you faced career-wise? Well, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I live in, in uh, Southern California. I'm active in the film industry here. And uh, I'm not sure if there's... Uh, a greater, if I can put it this way, a kiss of death for your career than to start doing Christian films and to take a stand for the Lord. So, you know, when I was first asked to portray Jesus, I knew there was a great risk of uh, not being officially blackballed, but, you know, it, it would just turn people off. They're not interested in Jesus. In fact, they're hostile toward him, anyone who loves him. I knew there was a risk of that, but the opportunity to portray him greatly outweighed that risk. And uh, sure, I've lost jobs, I've lost career advancement, but uh, every inch of that loss was worth it. Wow. Well, we just prayed for the huge success of this film. And thank you for letting your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. I mean, listen, man, we are so grateful for the, the stand and, and the role um, that you've taken. You're, you're a leader in this industry and we appreciate that. You know, the opportunity for people to make films and uh, the internet has opened up, you know, a whole new world. There are a lot of young film producers and people who dream, you know, of being in the movies or making movies. Uh, any advice for up and coming film producers out there? Yeah, it's very simple. Go for it. Go for it. Um, and today, with today's technology, it's very easy to make uh, relatively reasonable quality films um, without all this fancy equipment. I, I would, the difference between a film getting made and a film not getting made is just going for it. So you just keep taking steps, you just keep moving toward it. I'm working on a film now, a film of the Gospel of John. I started working on this film in 1996. Wow. And so it gives you an idea. You just keep going for it. You just keep going for it. And within a few months, we're actually going to film. So 
just encourage them. Just keep going for it. Yeah, yeah. Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't stop. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Bruce, the times that we're living in can be very hopeless for people. And and this movie that you're that you've made that you're that you're starred in called The Author, The Star and the Keeper is a is a movie about hope. And yes. it's a movie that um, we really need right now because so many people are hopeless. Um, can you tell us what your your definition of hope? What, what is, how does Bruce Marciano define hope? You know, I define it in uh, one word, Jesus. And I don't mean that uh, like lip service or churchy talk. At the end of the day, all that we see, all that we fight about, all that we think is important, at the end of the day, it all turns to ash. At the end of the day, all the pains of <laughs> whatever and everything it just all turns to ash and and the only thing that's left standing is is him and yeah. and where i stand with him <laughs> right and the remarkable eternal hope we have in him babby it's very funny in this day and age to see powerful men <laughs> puffing up their chest and they're just like there's a scripture that says the lord laughs the lord just laughs we rest in him as the children of God. We, <laughs> it's like we own the bank and therein is tremendous hope that through all of this stuff, uh, we'll stand with him for all eternity. Absolutely, Absolutely. you know, um, hope is, is that understanding that your best and brightest days are not behind you, but your yes. best and brightest days are still out there in front of you. So, yes. you know, Bruce, as, as you're looking at your, your career and you're making a real mark, by the way, you're making a real mark on the, the film industry and we appreciate the work that you're doing. How do you decide, you know, what role, what movies to take, what movies to turn down? What is your prerequisite for saying, yeah, I want to do that? Well, first and foremost, it has to be a film that uh, uh, that isn't part of the problem. Um, I've really come into a cutting edge awareness of the power of media, music, and film. You're influencing lives, and, and that's a tremendous responsibility. So I, I just won't participate in a film that's going to be a stumbling block to people. I just won't do it. Even if the role is a nice guy, I'm not just not going to do it. So the film has to, uh, has to uh, be a godly film. And, uh, and, and also I have artistic uh, things I love to do. For example, I just finished doing a Christmas film where I play a crotchety older man, a man that's had a stroke. That's a lot of fun for me as an artist. Um, but at the end of the day, the greatest fun of all is representing him, representing him and making films that will draw people close to him and yeah. uh, help them on their journey toward him. That's, that's great. You know, of all the stories that you know about Jesus and all the roles that you played, all the gospels that you've read and, and starred in, um, and that you've portrayed the role of Christ in, what's your favorite Bible story about Jesus? Wow, Babby, you're asking me questions I've never been asked before. I love it. Good, uh, wonderful. I love no, it. No, really, that's that's just wonderful. Um, you know, I'm just gonna pick one. 
uh, Jesus' encounter with the Samaritan woman. Wow, that's one of my um, favorite stories of all time. Yeah, you know, here's this, this woman that's just been through such brokenness in life. And when you hear this story preached, you, you're just like, well, Jesus called out her sin. No, no, no. <laughs> Jesus extended her tremendous mercy, tremendous grace, tremendous heartbreak over what the things that, that mean-spirited men had done to her and put her through. And he offered her the fullness of eternal life and redemption from all of those pain, all the pain. I think of that scripture uh, in Philippians, forgetting those things which are behind. We press on toward the goal that he's won for us. So uh, uh, in the film I mentioned about John, we're going to do that scene. And I can tell you it's going to be done with remarkable love and mercy and compassion and grace. You know, a moment ago when you were talking, you, you grew into this beautiful, bright smile. <laughs> and I remember seeing that smile in one of your films. I forget which one it was, but it was, it was a scene of Jesus smiling. And, you know, it just gave me such joy to know that, you know, we, Jesus delights in us. And, and this joy that just came over his face when, uh, when I saw him on film in one of your movies and I just saw you on the screen here, um, Talk about the joy that Jesus brings into your life. You know, it's a great, great story. Uh, the very first time I was asked to portray Jesus, the director, he's an intensely praying man. And he, he led me to uh, Hebrews 1 verse 9 that says about Jesus, he was anointed with the oil of joy above mm. his brethren. And, uh, and he felt that we needed to present Jesus as a man of joy. And um, without going into the details, the Lord took me through a process of showing me that through his word and prayer. And, uh, and you step back and you think about it, because so much of our Christian church life is just so serious and heavy and intellectual. I, I mean, we're talking about the kingdom of God. We're talking about the perfection of joy. We're talking about joyousness off the scale. Yes. And Jesus yes. was all that alive yes he was joyousness alive well and, thank you uh, bruce for yeah. bringing that joy to the screen and for pleasure. bringing the stories of jesus to the screen and for for being a part of making great films that are family friendly that are god honoring and that are a joy to watch so uh, once again bruce marciano is starring in the the author the star and the keeper thanks for being my guest today all right my friend thank you babby Amen. Listen, everybody, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I'm going to deliver a word of encouragement that you don't want to miss. So stick around. We'll be right back after this break. Oh, what a joy to interview Bruce Marciano. And he's such a great man. And such a pleasure to talk to. Well, you know, my friend, uh, it's been 56 years that I've been walking with the Lord Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. That is just amazing. And so six years ago, when I reached that landmark of my year of Jubilee, having walked with Jesus for 50 years, I rededicated my life to the Lord. And I 
said to the Lord, you know, Lord, if you give me opportunities to minister for you, to, to shine my light for you, I'll do it. And so one day I was in the grocery store line. I got a grocery store line ministry. I was standing in the line ready to be checked out. And I think Neil Diamond was singing Sweet Caroline on the music, you know, on the on the music in the store. And I was just minding my own business, just kind of singing along. No, no big deal. I wasn't making a big scene, just kind of humming under my breath. And the man in front of me said, hey, that sounds good. You should sing for a living. <laughs> and so I said, well, I do. I do sing for a living. He said, well, sing something for me right now. Well, I started to sing Amazing Grace. And the next thing I know, I began to draw a crowd. The manager came from out of that little cubby hole up there in the front of the grocery store. And a, a small crowd of people gathered around as I began to sing Amazing Grace. Well, I poured it on like I was on stage at Carnegie Hall. I gave them the concert of a lifetime in about one minute. Well, after that, that gentleman said, you know, who are you and, and who are, what are you about? I, well, I was able to share my love for Jesus, for that man in the grocery store line. And this is just a word of encouragement for you, wherever you are, whatever you do, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. You know, light shines best in the midst of darkness. And whether that's in the grocery store or the parking lot or the gas station or wherever God gives you that opportunity, will you shine your light for him? Matthew chapter 5, verse 4, 13 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. It's been my joy today to be with you. Thanks so very much, so very much for watching Babby's House today. I hope and pray that every word, every song, every conversation has been uplifting to you and glorifying to Jesus. Thanks for watching Babby's House today. I'll see you next time, all right? God bless you until then. Bye-bye.